Hi there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. I've got a shorty episode for you today. It's short because I'm going to be covering this topic in more detail in a live webinar coming up. I'll tell you about it in a few minutes. Today, I'm talking about e-discovery. Wait, wait, wait. Don't skip past this one. E-discovery is not a bad word. It's actually the opposite. For those litigation paralegals who embrace it and learn everything they can about it, e-discovery has been a game changer for their careers. If you're not a litigation paralegal, this episode is for you too, because you could switch out the word e-discovery here for any technology that your practice area uses to increase efficiencies. But maybe you've been hesitant to adopt that technology for whatever reason. I felt compelled to talk about this on today's show based on a few conversations that I've had recently in messages on LinkedIn. And that's what's going to lead to the free webinar. Essentially, all of the conversations were about the same thing. That was, quote, I know you talk about creating career security, and I know part of that for me should be taking on e-discovery projects, but I have to tell you that I'm thankful I work for an attorney who still likes everything printed out on paper, end quote. Here's another one I hear a lot. We don't do e-discovery at my firm. I tell them, if you're in litigation, you most certainly are involved in e-discovery. You're just not involved in the right way. You're not doing it efficiently or effectively. I know that sounds a little harsh, but think about it. When your client sends you their email files, in other words, electronic mail files, and your attorney wants you to print out all of those emails so that they can review them or you can review them and flag them as paper, then they give you that paper stack back and you scan in the ones that they want to produce. You are handling e-discovery. You're just not handling it in an efficient way. And some would go to the extent of saying, you're wasting time and therefore wasting the client's money. But I'm not going down that path in this episode. Look, we all know our world is an electronic world. It's all technology. Unless you're someone who's intentionally gone off the grid and doesn't have a cell phone, a computer, a Fitbit, or any other device, you are creating data and metadata every minute of every day. And so are your clients. Now, it's highly unlikely that you fit into the off the grid category or, well, let's face it, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast episode. Technology is easily accessible and mostly affordable. Technology is wearable. It's tracking our steps. It's tracking our location. Technology is mobile. It's easily accessible. It gives us directions. It tells us if we're going faster than the posted speed limit. How does it know the speed limit? Well, it's tracking our location. It tells us if that store is going to be open by the time we are going to arrive. 
technology is a part of our everyday life, and it's a part of your client's everyday life. Think about the family law paralegal working on a divorce case. Did the soon-to-be ex-husband ask Alexa to Google how to hide assets from someone? Did he use WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger to communicate with the girlfriend? Does he have special software installed on his computer to prevent his wife from seeing what he's really doing online? You won't ever know if you don't do e-discovery. As the litigation paralegal working on that case, you can't do your job effectively without knowing how to handle e-discovery. What if you're a personal injury paralegal? Maybe you don't think e-discovery matters to your paralegal career because you receive those medical records and other documents, although most likely electronically as a PDF now instead of paper. But what about when the case goes to trial? Are there things that will be used at trial that came in electronically, like emails from the doctors, text messages, audio messages to 911? Or maybe your cases settle most of the time. And how can you apply this to your area? Well, are there technologies out there that could increase the efficiency when it comes to reviewing and organizing those medical records? Or are you still printing out those PDFs, highlighting and putting them into notebooks? It doesn't matter what practice area you're in. Just replace the word e-discovery with practice-specific technology. There's a quote out there that I love from Stuart Brand. It goes something like this. When a new technology rolls in, if you're not on top of the steamroller, you're part of the road. In other words, be on top of the technology. E-discovery is not going away. It's only going to become more critical for you to know. In fact, I remember the day not too long ago when e-discovery skills were listed in a job advertisement in the preferred skills section. Now it's almost always in the required skills section for a litigation paralegal. And that's why I'm constantly talking about career security over job security. You might be at a job, maybe a small law firm with only a couple of lawyers and they're older. They like things printed and reviewed in paper. So you don't have to know much about e-discovery to do your job. That is to do your current job. What happens if those attorneys close the firm? They decide to retire or they downsize or they get bought out by a bigger firm. Now, in order to find another job as a litigation paralegal, those positions that you're looking for, they're going to require e-discovery skills. Think about e-discovery just like you would think about any other skill that you need to have as a litigation paralegal. Because no one writes letters anymore on paper. Well, I shouldn't say no one and never. On a special occasion, we might. And isn't it nice when we receive that handwritten birthday card instead of an electronic one? But it's not happening like it used to, not back when I was growing up. When was the last time you signed a contract on paper and put a copy of it in a file cabinet drawer? Are there some businesses that still keep huge file storage rooms with paper and they go in there to retrieve a copy of it? Sure, maybe there are some, but not very many. Heck, even the holdout law firms who were still all paper in 2019 have mostly gone electronic thanks to COVID. Remember a decade or two ago when you would print out directions to go somewhere? 
Remember when you used to bring your camera to the drugstore to get your pictures developed and have to wait a few days and go back to pick them up? Remember when you used to have to write a check and put a stamp on it, on the envelope, just to pay your power bill? In fact, that's a really good analogy. Let's jump back into that. If you were to do that now, what's the cost of an envelope and a stamp? Plus the cost of getting those check refills, right? That's gone up. The last I checked, a stamp was at 60 cents. So let's say it costs about 75 cents if you include that check and the cost of the envelope. It's a little bit high, but let's just say 75 cents for easy math. You might say, well, it's only 75 cents. That's not even a dollar, Anne. Yeah, but it's free to pay that bill online or in the power company's app. So multiply that 75 cents times the hundreds of payments that you make each year. That's hundreds of dollars. That's what it's like when you're printing out all of those emails instead of utilizing e-discovery technology. It doesn't seem like much at first, but again, totaled up throughout the life of the case or throughout the life of many cases, it's a lot more than you think. Look, if you're still only dipping your toes into e-discovery and hoping it just goes away, or that maybe you'll be able to retire before you have to learn it, I get it. You're not alone if that's you. I hear that from someone at least once a month. They email me or call and ask about the e-discovery bootcamp, and they tell me they keep hoping it's going to go away, or that their attorney would stick with the paper method long enough for them to get closer to retirement. I was part of the good old days when a document production from the other side arrived in piles of boxes or trucks full of boxes. I had to sift through all of that paper armed with my stack of colored flags and post-it notes. Oh, and my dictaphone, giving a summary of what was in each box. That little cassette tape going to the word processing department or the secretary then so that it could become, you know, a production index. You know, I almost have to laugh as I say that because if you're a paralegal younger than 35 listening to this episode, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But for the others, you're probably out there shaking your head. Yeah, you remember those days. If it was a review of our client's documents that we were going to have to produce to the other side, I'd be using my red flags for privilege, yellow for confidential, green for responsive blue for XYZ, and the list goes on. It was time-consuming, but I have to admit, it was kind of rewarding when I'd look into a room full of boxes and see that sea of red, yellow, and green flags. But you know what? That was 20 years ago. At that time, we were just starting to dabble in e-discovery. And usually, it was only when it was a bet-the-company type of case, because e-discovery was just not as prevalent back then. It was also not as user-friendly and not as accessible as it is now. I can go through a whole list of reasons why you should embrace e-discovery, especially if you're a litigation paralegal, and how it can actually make your job easier, not more complicated. That's what I'm going to show you in the free webinar that I spoke about earlier. I'm going to be hosting it on August 25th at 12 p.m. Eastern. If you want to fast track your litigation career, join me for that. Because if you have not yet mastered e-discovery, I'm going to show you why it's so critical for your career that you do it now 
and how to do it. I want to give you a sneak peek into an upcoming episode and what it has to do with why I'm so adamant that you be proficient in e-discovery. I've got a guest episode coming up. It's going to be in a few weeks where I interview a former litigation paralegal, actually one of my litigation paralegals who I hired back when I was a paralegal manager. And she mastered e-discovery. And she is going to give you the perfect example of how to use e-discovery skills to seriously, and I mean seriously, accelerate your career. She's one of many litigation paralegals that when you see what they've done with their careers, you'll see that this is possible and why it's so important. Even if that's not exactly what you want for yourself, just to know that there are so many possibilities that are opened up. Let me give you an example of some job titles of people that I know personally who were prior litigation paralegals. They embraced e-discovery and learned everything they could about it. And these don't even include the ones who still have the job title litigation paralegal, but they're making more money than their counterparts with the same job title and the same years of experience. The only difference is whether they're considered the go-to person for e-discovery. I'm not going to go into detail about what each of these positions do or what their job responsibilities are. You can Google them, Google these titles, and you'll learn more about them. So one of them went on to be a director of paralegals and legal support services. Several of them went on to be directors of litigation support departments. One that's a senior project manager for their firm-wide e-discovery department. Several went on to take on e-discovery paralegal job titles, senior e-discovery specialist, an e-discovery project manager, an executive vice president of business development at an e-discovery technology company. Now, maybe you don't want to change roles. Maybe none of those job titles appeal to you because you're very happy with your position as a litigation paralegal. That's great, too. But e-discovery is still a required skill for anyone working in litigation, attorneys included. So if that's the case with you, if you say, you know what, but I want to stay a litigation paralegal, this is where I'm the happiest, then look at it like it's career security for you. If you're wondering why I've mentioned career security a couple of times in this episode, maybe you just started listening to the show. After this episode, go back and listen to the one I'm going to put in the show notes. It's titled, It's About Career Security, Not Job Security. Okay, so your actual strategy for today's episode is to go reserve your seat for the August 25th webinar, where I'm going to show you what's possible with e-discovery skills. You can do that by going to paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash e-discovery. I hope to see you there. And wait till you hear next week's episode. It's a guest interview of a paralegal who's going to inspire you to do great things. Not e-discovery related. She's not an e-discovery paralegal. I think it may be up there as one of my top favorite podcast episodes so far. And it hasn't even come out yet. It was just so inspiring for me when I was interviewing her. So don't miss it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out when new episodes come out each week. I'll see you on August 25th. 
All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.